We're on the home stretch now. There's only two full days in the trade period left to go. And would you believe it? There are still so many big name trades very much in limbo. Tell you what, there's not long now to get it done. It's going to be a frantic finish. Honestly, I don't even know if all of it can possibly get done. Um, but to go through it all, I've got Jim with me sitting here. For episode seven of the trade table, Jim, good to see you and nobody else. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a bit lonely up here, isn't it, Harrow? Thanks for having me, mate. Uh, You're welcome. We're the last one standing, though. Jeez, it's pretty much just us and who else, or us and is there anyone else? Um, no, I think we're, really. the, we're the genuine rocks of this of this podcast, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if anyone else really exists as part of this. <laughs> I mean, Bill, Bill was okay the other day. Yeah, Spoke to the pack. They didn't... Dylan's come in a little bit. He's, he's been around. Is Dylan part of this? <laughs> Right, there has not been much today, really. No. We've been sitting around here at uh, trade table offices, and uh, not much has no. come across my desk. Twiddling our thumbs. Um, look, Sam Lloyd got done, um, got to the Bulldogs. Um, Gold Coast nominated Sam Collins, the uh, Werribee ex-Docker, played uh, VFL season at Werribee this year. Um, he, he, the Gold Coast, have nominated him as one of their uh, mature age recruits that they had access to. Um, We'll have a look at those in depth later, but we'll just we'll go through some of some of the big names that are still up in limbo. As as I said off the off the top, look Tom Scully. I've been sitting there over the weekend. So I, I reckon I did actually reckon we were first onto this yeah. when we saw when we saw this that Damien Barrett said that pick fifty three could get it done. Oh were, were we the only ones? That, I mean, everyone's sort of it's up in arms now. Swept under the rug. I think under next to the Hogan uh, news, it was kind of a bit onto the side. But now everyone's had the weekend to sit on it. It's just like, what is actually happening? This is a 20, as Bill made it absolutely <laughs> clear, this is a 27-year-old. I mean, he, you cannot, clearly, the number one draft pick is irrelevant. We forget that. Yeah. But he he was every bit that, that much value to the Giants yeah. when he's playing. It's nearly the one you have to stop. Um, at the Giants, certainly on the outside. Yeah, for sure. And he, like we said on Friday, easily one of the best wingers in the league and the best runner, like time and time again. Yeah. One injured season and now we're picked 53. So how, so how, yeah, so how bad was that injury? We It's hard to know for us, no. but... Well, but that's the thing. If he was that injured that the Giants are willing to give him away for next to nothing, why do the Hawks want him? Like, if, if he's that injured, I mean, I guess if you're going to get a maybe player, maybe like star for you at pick 53, you're not going to say no. But it just seems so strange for the Giants. Well, exactly. For, for Just from the Hawks' perspective, it's a free hit. Yeah. It's an absolute free hit. Um, there's no risk in this. The, no. The, how many players have we, have we, say, have we seen them um, target, get in? Um, oh, with, and, but, yeah, exactly. But there's always been a, an element of risk. And I, I spoke a bit on, about on Friday how the Hawks have been so good at it and I'd just back them in. And, and I would back them in for Tom Scully if they paid more than what they're paying but this is no risk but if yeah if, if that's the case we should have known how severe this injury was because it did not seem like this all year they were talking about it being not good obviously he didn't uh, hardly play a game if any game well i thought he was a chance to come back at the end somewhere yeah. i thought he was a sneaky sniff to come back so if not like surely he's playing start of next year yeah uh, so it just seems really strange from and the, the other strange thing is from all reports he's not on actually that much so if it's a salary cap dump it's it's not super worth it compared to people like Lob and Shield. And also, it seems strange that, like, well, probably it clearly is a salary cap dump. Of it, some it, sort, yeah. it, At least a little bit, yeah. To some extent, that has to be part of it. 
Um, I think Kelly and Canilio come out of contract next year and then Whitfield the year after. So maybe they're loading up for those Yeah, guys. for sure. They want to put all their eggs in those three baskets and they would not, under any circumstances, want to lose them. But I find it strange that they're giving up Tom Scully for nothing and then they looks like they might play hardball with Dylan Shield and Roy Lobb. Yeah, no. Like, they're just picking and choosing. Yeah, and it wh- seems really strange. Like, is do, do you think do you think Tom Scully is worth less than Rory Lobb? No way. Exactly. No way. And so much more proven. Exactly. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And imagine, and by the way, if the Hawks manage to get Scully and Wingard in and lose Burton and pick 15, I think it is, I think that's a pretty big win for them. So they've redeemed themselves in the eyes of Hawks fans, I reckon, if they can manage that. Yeah, well, they could possibly, they could potentially, over this whole trade period, the Hawks, this is, be getting Chad Wingard, Tom Scully, Jack Scrimshaw in. Yeah. And giving up Ryan Burton, that's a lot. Yeah. John Segler has been thrown up to be part of the John's uh, the Tom Scully deal. Picked 15, 35, and 53. So, clearly they'd be pretty absent from oh, the draft. Yeah. But Chad Wingard is Tom worth... Scully. Yeah, the, the, I reckon. Scully, we said this on Friday. Tom Scully and Isaac Smith roaming your wings. And I think with the rule changes I was reading the other day that wings are probably going to be more important than ever next year. Um, and their running capacity. That could be so dangerous for the Hawks. That could be a seriously great trade period for them, and they just can they just continuously do it, and it does it does damage you to be to not be in the draft yeah. and be to be absent from the well, draft. It should more. It, <laughs> it should. So, but they've just built this empire with Lewis, um, Franklin, Mitchell, yeah. Roughhead, like built the foundations. But none of them are there anymore, other than well, Roughhead. Yeah, it's yeah. But that's, that's how they regenerate. What themselves. I'm saying is, yeah, they built they built the empire through. Um, through the draft and now they're just yeah. <laughs> topping up every year no, Came Corns has said that he wants the AFL to step in you reckon that's that much of a crime jeez <laughs> that the Hawks are stealing him for pick 53 if that happens Kane Corns wants them to step in because it's just that it's that easy for the Hawks well, what could they do oh, what, they just say no you yeah, have to no. give up I don't think they can do anything can they it's exactly there's a bit much if they did but that's just to emphasise how much of a steal this seems to everyone but apparently the Giants. I mean, it's not done yet, but even if they're considering it. Hey, but well, but even if... Thir- so what's 53? So the next one's 35. Yeah. Even if 35 gets That's it done, steal. I reckon, like, maybe reluctant, but do it, you know, if you oh. have to. But even that is unders, I reckon. Way unders, I think. Oh, I, I really rate Tom Scully. I, and I think everyone does. I don't know. I think everyone's pretty shocked by this. It's just It just seems very strange from all angles. It's it's uh do you reckon do you reckon what do you reckon Graham Wright would have been doing when I mean surely he didn't expect fifty three he would have been sitting in his desk I'll just say shit. just for, just for a couple of gigs why not just for a piss take <laughs> oh hey, what about fifty three yeah right <laughs> we'll consider <laughs> we'll get back to you hang on I reckon he's falling off his chair at that point sure hang on let me just consider this for I just got to make sure that you know wait <laughs> <Oi>, Clarko <laughs> you'll never believe what they just said Goodness, it just doesn't make sense. I don't understand. Uh, well, Dame Beams is another one that's in a very precarious situation. Could go either way. A lot of people you hear speak uh, will tell you that it's going to happen, but yeah. the way I see it, I'm just not quite certain how. No, especially if they're still interested in May and Collingwood have said themselves that they can't get both done, and. And that's the, that's the weird thing. May hasn't even said he wants to go yet. Yeah, I think May is nearly down to Melbourne or Gold Coast now. Yeah. So and then, but Melbourne said they can't get get him done without trading Hogan. Yeah. So it's just this big stalemate. It's all, it's all just in a big puzzle. Yeah, yeah, and 
but with, as far as Dane Beams goes, he's it's a bit of a weird one. He hasn't officially requested a trade, but says if a trade works out for Brisbane, he's happy to go. Yeah. It's that classic, oh, I'm happy to go if you want to trade me, but clearly wants to actually be traded. Well, yeah, clearly he'd prefer to be in Melbourne, um, but obviously does like love the Lions too. Yeah. Um, but I think after, I think he said, so he sat down with the club three months ago um, and said, look, I'm going to go home after my to two years remaining on my contract. Um, I would prefer to be home now. If you so, if, yeah, if you can get something done, um, then then I'd be open to it. But it'd have to be very favourable to Brisbane. For yeah, them to and do apparently, it. what did they offer? They offered pick eighteen and a future second rounder, which is way under. For me, that's not going to done. No, and I, I, but if you look at it just at face value, still, still, I think uneven. And and Beams is worth more than that. But especially for Brisbane, because I don't really want too many picks right now. No, they're, not, they're, like they said, they've kind of passed. They've ticked that box. Yeah, they're, they're really loading up. Yeah, uh, so they've 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 gone they've got they've gone and got Jared Berry, Hugh McCluggage, Alex Witherden, Cam Rayner. They've loaded up. On the even topics. you know recent times, Zach Bailey, Brandon Starcevich. They ha- it's not as if they they're going to forget the well and not go back there no. at the draft, but it's not exactly what they need. Brisbane have said that it's too late for them to start considering a Collingwood player to involve in a trade. Too but, late. Too late to well, you got three days to work it out, and they didn't really have any much notice. Sorry, that Beams was actually wanting to go, so it's either picks or him staying. And like you say, they don't really need a bunch of picks, so it it seems unlikely at this stage that a deal could actually be hashed out. Then why do we keep hearing people saying that the way I, the way I read it, I think he's it's, yeah. it's more likely than unlikely to happen. I just don't. I I I just struggle in fa- at face value without inside knowledge seeing how that's actually going to be worked out. Hmm. It's an interesting one. It's a very interesting one. Hmm. There's a lot I'll to play just, out there. I'll just uh, sit and ponder that for a second. There's And there's a few of them too. Beams, Stephen May, as we touched on. Lockie Neal still isn't at the lines yet. Yeah. Oh um, I don't know when these are going to be worked out. Obviously, Tim Kelly as well. Tim Kelly, just quickly, said that he would prefer to play for um, Geelong than Freo. This just makes no sense just, to me. He's desperate to get home because his wife's just had twins. Oh, no, 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 but I don't want to go Freo. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me. If if moving home is the biggest reason, like, is 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 the reason you want to, like, leave because I need to go home, then why does it matter so much which club you're playing for? I just, mm. that doesn't make much sense to me. I mean, Dane Beams has said it's similar vein, but not quite as dramatic in that he says, oh, I'd prefer to go to Collingwood, otherwise I'll stay at Brisbane. Yeah. But if, and he's not like super, super desperate, clearly, like he's willing to stay. But Tim Kelly's apparently pretty desperate to get home. Yeah. But not desperate enough to play for Frio. So cop that, Fremantle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two are a bit different. Yeah. Um, obviously, Dane Beams is. But, I mean, Kelly must be happy enough at Geelong if he's. He can't be that desperate to go. No, that's, that doesn't make any sense to me. It just literally does not Jeez, make sense. Nothing to me. makes sense to you, mate. What does make sense to you? Well, not a lot at the moment. There's no deals done, and there should be some deals done. It was an absolute frantic finish last year. I remember Josh Shackey got done yeah. past the buzzer. And we were so confused by that deal as well, actually. Oh, Josh Shackey. <laughs> Still confused. Well, yeah, and he hasn't really done much since. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it'll be it'll be a photo finish to the line. Yeah, I don't, and like you said at the top, I don't see how all this is going to get done. I can't. I don't think, Surely well, not. like we already said, Beams and May, I don't think, can get done. One of them stays. Um, Possibly both. Quite easily, but I reckon Beam stays. I reckon Beam stays too. I at this stage, I reckon May stays too, because Melbourne can't get him without Hogan, and what can Collingwood give up? So, 
It's yeah, it's one to watch. Obviously, it's all one big massive puzzle. And but that's the thing is I was going to say is Fremantle seem to be holding a lot of the cards here, so they don't want to offer too much up for Hogan, but they can't get Hogan with it without accepting pick five for Lockie Neal. But they don't want to accept just pick five, so they're holding fast on on trading Lockie Neal, but they don't want to offer too much for Hogan. And they haven't finalised a deal for Lob, and without Hogan or Neal, Beams and May can't move anywhere. So Peter Bell is just sitting at his desk, just with no feathers. <laughs> with, no, with no feathers, but there's a few in play. He could still come out on top, but he's holding a lot of the cards here. I'm not gonna lie, you actually lost me during that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, we are. Doing I reckon a, he might have confused himself at this point. <laughs> we are doing a trade podcast. We have to be all over trades, and you literally lost me. Oh uh, well. I'm sure you'll maybe maybe read up a little bit and you'll 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 get along. <laughs> uh, no, follow, I'll listen back to this. I'll see how you performed. <laughs> so, uh, Port Adelaide. Have, uh, this is another one which is really up in the. I mean, this looks maybe a little bit more concrete than what some of the others do because there's actually party talking and and some um, chips on both sides that could uh, get the deal done. But the power say the Hawks definitely put Ryan Burton up. Yeah, how, how would that be? Just quickly, yeah. you're overseas on a holiday. Like not don't and, really want to go home, and we've offered you up for a trade. Yeah, yep, yeah. Sorry, mate. And well, and just after a good year, um, and well, and signing a new contract like last year, I think it was he signed a three year contract. Um, so yeah, I mean, you'd be absolutely shattered. I mean, apparently it was, but yeah, um, doctors over to the US to get, do a medical with him. Yeah, and I know we said in one of our posts because one of the original reports was that Power didn't want to deal unless Burton was involved, but they've come out since and said no. Well, the Hawks offered him up. We weren't asking for him, but now they've offered him up. We're going to go fly over there and give him a, a medical. But they haven't been—they haven't said publicly anyway that we won't deal a, do a deal without Burton. I think if Hawks could figure out another way of getting a deal done, they'd be open to it. But I don't think the Hawks see another way of working this. Do you? Nah, not not really. No, are they are, like Collingwood? They haven't got a whole lot of picks to play with. Luke Bruce. Oh, Shall again, out? Luke Bruce in. Oh, would you? For Port or Hawks? I wouldn't do it if I was the Hawks. Yeah, I wouldn't do it for the Hawks either. Wait, hang on. Did I just say Chad Wingard out? Yeah. Luke Bruce out. Chad Wingard in. Yeah. Oh, the other way, it's vice versa for both of them. Yeah. So who who's a, who's that work out better for then? Well, there's probably more value in Chad Wingard because he's younger. Just because he's younger. Yeah. But Bruce had a, Bruce had a better season. Yeah, he's All-Australian, wasn't he? Nearly. He was definitely in the squad. <laughs> no, no, he was. I know, I know he was. I know he was. Yep, yep. Yeah. So do I. So yeah. do I. Oh, jeez. We touched on the Lockie Neal standoff. Not quite certain how that's going to get done unless Peter Bell sort of swallows his pride. I think it must. If he's, if he's yeah, tired. I mean, surely at, at the end of the deals, or someone's got to break. There's this big game of chicken being played between Fremantle and all these other clubs. And who's going to break first is going to be very interesting. I mean, it worked for them last year. Not that Peter Bell was there, but it worked for them last year holding fast with Lockie Weller. Um, so, then yes. which was... That would be the Gold Coast, obviously. Lockie Weller went to Gold Coast, pick two, came back. A couple yeah. other pick swaps. But that surely would be the only club that they could have got that done with. Yeah. The one th- player well, think that wants so. to go to the Gold Coast. Yeah, and they'd have to get it done. Yeah. Uh, but so that, was, that was the trade of the century for, the trade of the century. for <laughs> Fremantle. I mean, the biggest deal for them. Who did they get for it? Luke Davies Uniac. Yeah, not bad. We'll have to wait. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Wait, no, sorry. No, he went to I was going to say, what, Davies... Andrew Bayshaw. Andrew Bayshaw. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 
Sorry. Like, Sorry. Davies Uni. I, could, Davies, yeah. I was just. I said yes, but I was just in my head, just like <laughs> ticking over, just like way. <laughs> anyway, we Jeez. know what we're talking about. Um. Well, look. There's clearly still so much up in the air, but what did get done today? Um. Sam Lloyd finally gets the Bulldogs for pick sixty four. So, look, they're just facilitating the trade for him, letting him... So he's only a little bit worse than Tom Scully, then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, jeez. One of your star players at one of the best clubs in the... in the. We're going back to the well here. Our listeners are going to be sick of this. <laughs> but one of the star players at one of the best clubs in Australia goes with Big 53 and Sam 11, Lloyd. 11 picks better than Sam Lloyd. <laughs> just, it's a crime. It's an actual crime. Oh, jeez. But, look, Sam Lloyd, I certainly think he... Um, doesn't play too dissimilar to Tory Dixon. Tory Dixon's a bit bigger. No, the, the dogs seem to like these kind of mid-sized forwards, don't they? Mm, They're like Jake the, Stringer when he was there. The Crammeries, the yeah. Dixons, um, even the the Clay Smiths. Clay's a bit smaller. Yeah, but played that kind of third to fourth tall, tall medium-sized tall. Um, so small size tall. <laughs> you know what I mean. But they do love that kind of player. Played so, up that ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and they're interested in Taylor Jure, obviously. That looks like that's going to get done too. Yeah. And I, they also love a running half back. So it seems natural that they've acquired two more players of that kind of ilk. They do. Yeah, they have. A, they do have a lot of running half. I see more Taylor Jure as a more of a shutdown who uses it well, but more of a one-on-one um, shut his man sort of down. Yeah. That was a horrible explanation. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I went with it, but I was just ticking over in my mind. No, no, no. That that's, is what I meant. I just didn't word it well. Anyway, no, nah, but it just doesn't... Like, they're, they're decent handy pickups for the dogs, but I don't feel, think either of them particularly feels a big need for the dogs. Like, mm. Well, what about Richmond? Sam Lloyd, they're, they're, they're losing some depth. Yeah, some solid depth. I mean, I was looking at their best 22, and their best 22 is incredible, and maybe one or two players outside of that still really solid. But after that, it's it's not a whole lot. Thinning out a little bit at the bottom end. The yeah. other one uh, that I say got done today, not so much a trade, um, but uh, the last one of the mature age recruits that Carlton and Gold Coast were given uh, rights to, Sam Collins, ex-Frio key defender. Oh, honestly, it's easy to say now, but I seriously did find it puzzling that yeah. he got delisted at the end of I find it so strange. Seventeen from Freo. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, like okay. when you're yeah. In the BFL. yeah, yeah. Um, the knock on him is that is his agility and maybe his pace off the mark isn't um, quite there. But, but he plays his role well. Like he's a, he's a full back and he shuts down his man. So, but he, well, and that's maybe what he was earmarked at at Freo. But yeah. in the VFL, average ten intercept marks, took the absolute P one yeah. out of the VFL. Yeah. Um. So and, and the fa- oh well, well Stephen May probably won't leave now, but. Um, when he leaves, when he leaves twelve months later. Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks like that. It looks like that he's the the obvious replacement for Stephen May. They need depth there anyway. Yeah, they need depth there anyway. I well, can, I can as an interceptor, he could. They could even play the three of them with Thompson as well. Really? Yeah. Maybe. It'd be interesting. I don't know if they could. I don't, like, the only really like decent user is as May out of those three, and it's a bit. It obviously, depends on the matchups, but I think probably most like most of the time it'll be the two of them. Possibly, but they're not gonna. They wouldn't have taken him for no reason. No, but does it, but that's that's the interesting thing. Is it a sign that they think May is either gone this year or going next year? Probably. Or it, have they just taken the best talent that they've found? Yeah. Well, it's it's. I mean, I'm surprised. I mean, I'm not surprised. But I'm. I would have thought a lot of other clubs would have looked at him if Gold Coast didn't pick him up already. This. Oh yeah, he would have got drafted. Yeah, yeah so, he would have drafted for sure. So, it's not yeah. Right, a bit of a in the uh, day of trades, a few tumbleweeds going around. So that's <laughs> that is all there, there is for the 
news of the day. We'll finish off with our uh, club in focus. We'll move up the ladder another spot up to Essendon now. Ooh. Strange season, Essendon, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, you remove the first six or seven weeks and they were real good. So two and six. Yeah. Two and six, it looks like John Worsfold's in trouble. Yeah. It's an absolute disaster. It's You can't just say, forget those eight weeks. No. And because that eight weeks well, were there. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a third of the season. So Yeah, but going back on my... If you do get rid of those eight weeks... <laughs> 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 what are the, you know, the point I'm making. The rest of the season, they're a final side for sure. Yeah, like, no, I agree. Well, particularly and now adding Dylan Shield, um, which is a, is a huge need filler for mine um, as an on-baller. I think they're going to be a real weapon this this off season. Yeah, well, or the this way next I, season, sorry. Mm, the way I see him, obviously Mick, uh, Michael Hurley, and I think Aaron Francis. Now you just got to play him. You have I to play him surely. After that last couple of after his last couple of games in twenty. This year, in 2018. He was robbed for not making the final cut and mark of the year, oh, too, wasn't he? Bloody oath. Surely. Yeah. Uh, I still wouldn't give it to him. I still would have given it to Isaac Andy. Yeah, yeah but, he, but he deserved to be in the, in the top few. Who was the one that took it on the side of the shoulder? Took it on Jeremy McGovern. Uh, Michael Walters. Yeah, Michael yeah. Walters? Yeah, that was a yeah. good mark, though. Yeah, but not better than not better than Francis. It's, what, what stitched up Francis was that he didn't fall afterwards. He, <laughs> la- he landed, landed on his feet. He just needed to put a little bit of mayo on it. <laughs> a little bit of mayo on that would have got yeah, it done. and he would have got it done. Um, well, Hurley and Francis, I think. Francis obviously plays as his key back, but um, a bit similar to Sam Collins, that intercept defender uses it so well. I think um, yep. sometimes bites off a lot um, with his kicks, but I think with confidence he pulls them off. Um, Patrick Ambrose, they really love. He's an absolute um, athletic What's his posi- best machine. position? Mm, good question. Good question. Yeah. I think... Do, they, do they even know at this point? They... Probably would have a fair idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, probably key back with the three of them. Not sure if they can all play key back, but um, I, th- I think as a as a um, bit of a Mister Fix It, he can sort of fit in there. Um, and look, yeah. To be honest, I, I wouldn't be surprised if all three of them played. Yeah. Just how exactly they sort of work it out. Yeah. Um, the the run from their back half is 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 very good. Sard, McKenna, McGrath, Gleeson. Obviously, Gleeson missed most of this year. Yeah. Um, but really good player. So that that back that um, defensive group is is looking really good it's now. So set. is the midfield. Pretty set. Tom Bell Chambers. Tom Bell Chambers had one of his best years, um, and then you go through obviously Dyson Heppel, um, Zach Merritt, Dylan Shield coming in, Devin Smith, um, David Myers. I think is important to them. Just still that. still plays. I, I think he does. Yeah. yeah, I think just coming into this year they might have been just a bit small. In the, yeah. in the midfield, and I think David Myers, and that's why I think Sheil also is pretty important coming in. So, do you, but do you think Sheil and Myers both play then, though? Yeah, or, I do. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No, I think it's a, I think it's a need that they needed to fill. Right. Um. And and I, Langford as well. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. No, I do. Yep. I think um he played a lot inside this year, um and started to really sort of build his body up, and now I think with with those three, um as well as Heppel Merritt. Um, Devin Smith, obviously, David Zaharakis and Darcy Parrish yeah, around a, the edges. It's a pretty solid midfield, yeah, isn't it? I think I, I would have said, you know, big midfielders is what they would have um, needed to fill, but I think, I mean, it's pretty well rounded now with with, yeah. um, with Dylan Shield and, and Kyle Langford coming on. <coughs> um, the pa- forward half. Pardon you. <laughs> what you what was that? <laughs> I was just in disbelief. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say so. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Righto. <laughs> he 
just like had some kind of exorcism. He's released a demon. Oh my god. <laughs> Righto. Um, Joe, in their forward half, Joe don't know if he can come back and, and get his never-ending injury right. <laughs> I've actually called the hospital. You do not sound well, mate. <laughs> you are an idiot. You are Someone an idiot. call Triple O. <laughs> and that's it for the trade tables. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no. no, enough. <laughs> Joe Dano Tell me about the forwards Joe, Okay I'll tell you about the forwards <laughs> yes. Joe Dano comes back and plays When he gets his body right I think um, Edison fans I didn't forget clearly Kyle Hooker I think Kyle Hooker plays forward with Right the, With the key defensive stocks They have um, Back now there with Francis I think he plays forward um, Anthony McDonald Tim Woody Obviously, Orazio Fantasia. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, turn it, it, turn it up. Turn it up. Um, oh, Baggley no. and Stringer, clearly. Oh, 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 there's not. I like that as well. There's yeah, not a line a, that I don't like. No, no. I um, think, and uh, Sean McKernan is stiff. Yeah, big time. He obviously filled in and he was playing back up because like, um, Joe Danaher wasn't playing. And yeah. Had to fill holes and so was Mitch Brown. But he played well, didn't he? He yeah. played bloody well. No, um, he was. Yeah, that last few games, he was he was really good. So he'd be pretty stiff. Look, as I said, they have run off half back. They have pressure forwards. They have inside and outside mids. Um, I think now they're they're just about big enough with with the big boys inside there. Um, they could maybe do with a hybrid forward. Jake Stringer is a bit of a hybrid forward. He's that size of a hybrid forward. Yeah, but he doesn't play big. He just he mainly just plays small. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they could, you know, that sort of Jack Gunson type. Right. Yeah. Pretty hard to pick. They're pretty hard to sort of pluck out. But yeah, yeah. I still think their forward line works. But just something that they could, um, just splitting hairs really. Yeah. Um, and maybe some ruck depth. Uh, Lord yeah, is under under Tom Bell Chambers, but um, he won't be there for much longer. And hasn't yeah. Really proved and how much how much since. good footy's Bell Chambers got left in him? Is he... yeah, still some good footy, but yeah, maybe not yeah. too much. So maybe just some ruck depth. Yeah. Um, I think next year with Shield in, I know it's only one player, but they weren't far off last year. In fact. Forget the first eight rounds. They were there last year. Exactly. They right. were there. Yeah. So I think it's, it could be a big year for the Bombers. Um, I see their ceiling pretty high. So how's, how high is high? Uh, well, their ceiling, yeah. I think, could be top four for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him in that bottom four of the eight. Um, but yeah, I think they could I could really get it done and could be there when the whips are cracking in September. Yeah. What no, do you reckon? I rate that. No, I think the, the upside's very high for them at the moment. And they've taken a lot of conf- they would have taken a lot of confidence from the back half of this year. Um, going into next year, knowing that they can beat beat good teams and their best football is good enough, just knowing that their their worst is is pretty pooey. But like, <laughs> but, but but they're not going to be that bad again. So, no, nah, I agree. Uh, their ceiling's very high this year. Oh, don't doesn't make me feel good when I agree with you. <laughs> doesn't doesn't really. I just prefer turn it up. To just prefer to have a bit of an argument to be honest. But uh, oh, well, well righto, whatever. Well, not a big day in trades, but always a huge day. Hang in there. The trade table. Surely it'll be a big day tomorrow. Oh, I reckon Surely. it'll be pretty massive. And if it's not... We'll hang in there and again. Wednesday. <laughs> and Wednesday. It's going to be massive. <laughs> something's got to be massive. Someone, something's got to give. Um, and whenever it does, we'll be there um, with the trade table. But that is, that is us for the day. We'll catch you tomorrow.